you get certain amount of fame and success and wealth, mm-hmm. but she puts me down where I need to be and she, she humbles me. And I think it's a beautiful me. thing. Mm-hmm. Having somebody like that, it's truly, truly a blessing for me. Today we get to speak with Fritz Kolkol. He's a rising businessman based in Chicago and the owner of restaurants, a digital marketing and tech company, and the co-owner of an apparel brand. He's also a professional athlete for men's physique in the IPE League and bagged the Mr. Illinois 2016 title. Now, back in college, he took the bold decision to switch majors from computer engineering to kinesiology exercise science upon realizing his passion for fitness. While finishing his degree, he incorporated his love for fitness into his Instagram platform. He then proceeded to work for a top health and wellness startup in Silicon Valley. As its chief marketing officer, he helped the company generate seven figures in only six months. He shares his extensive knowledge through his Instagram as Fritz Lifestyle, several podcasts and speaking engagements. Furthermore, he has also been featured in Forbes, Thrive Global, and Inc. Magazine, among others. Today, Fritz Kolkol has helped hundreds of entrepreneurs and businesses leverage their social media presence and transform their online presence into revenue by positioning their social media presence strategically and through the power of engaging with followers, he helps entrepreneurs establish a large business network and become a rising authority in their respective industries. So let's listen in to this episode. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Janae. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Fritz, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Janae. Excited. Excited for the podcast and hopefully we can drop so much, so much values and gems as much as possible. So let's get right into it. Absolutely, man. The dropping gems is a new term we've all heard of so much in the brand new app called Clubhouse. That's right. As Gary Vaynerchuk says, it's like real life because if you were not in a room five minutes ago and there was a joke, you missed it, right? Most it's really powerful. It's really powerful. And talking about Clubhouse, I met Chris Kolkol on Clubhouse. He was speaking on the panel there. And I just really connected with the, the message that he had to share and what he's been doing with his life and what he was able to grab from, you know, lift himself up to create a reality for himself that, you know, he's comfortable with. That's, you know, enabling him to help others as well as help himself. So Fritz, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Tell us a version of your story that's no one hurts that no one has heard of before. Ooh, that's a new question. It's kind of funny. For the past two days, I actually had three podcasts interview already. <laughs> and everybody had some unique questions, which I do love. Story that never had before. Let's see. Um well first of all I was born and raised in the Philippines. Um I migrated here in America when I was eleven years old. And having the the background and being seen and experiencing the life in a third world country had truly, truly gave me an advantage as a serial entrepreneur that I am today. Um, seeing the differences in terms of the opportunities, in terms of 
just the resources that you can truly capitalize here in yeah. the United States. This, this is the land of opportunity, right? Everybody Absolutely. wants to live the American dream. The story behind me, it's all about just, just, just hustling and grinding and whatever, whatever their current resources that I have during that time. Ever since I was a little kid, I, I've been already hustling. Um, we have uh, multiple different type of activities in the Philippines when I was a little kid. Whether it's playing tactics, it's like little Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but it's like mm-hmm. the characters are like uh, Dragon Ball Z, um, Yu-Gi-Oh, and all mm-hmm. the other current um, anime that we watch out there. Yeah. And what I do is that I just play around with my community, whether it's my classmates or my neighborhood, um, within my neighborhood, and just play them. And I beat them all. Once I beat them all, I can resell those type of mm. tactics, right? And that gives me some some insights in terms of how I can get from one start to another and capitalizing over and over again. So I started having this, this, this mentality of an entrepreneur w- without knowing the word entrepreneur just yet. Right. Yeah. And on top of that, seeing my parents just, just hustle and grind day in, day out, especially my dad, my dad was a tricycle driver. Uh, I don't know if you heard of tricycle. Mm-hmm. Um, tricycle is basically a motorcycle and then they built a sidecar right next to it. It's kind of okay. like an old school form of transportation in the Philippines. Yeah. And he works like literally 10, 14, 16 hours per day. And to be wow. able to see that grind truly inspired me. Mm-hmm. Once he was able to accumulate a certain amount of capital, he was able to invest in multiple different tricycles. And then, you know, as the age comes on, he can't, he can't be the driver forever. Right, exactly. um, he rented those out to fellow tricycle drivers and he was able to gain some sort of income. And then with the extra savings and capital, my mom now was able to invest to start her own store right next to our house. The store is not like big or anything. It's right. literally just one little store. Mm-hmm. They can sell anything from cigarettes, from snacks, from ice. My, my mom like literally put the water inside a plastic bag and sell that for one peso. One peso. That's not even like a penny here in yeah. the United States. But that is the hustle and grind that was instilled within me. And to be able to see that had truly, truly, truly affected the way I think and to really just capitalize as much as I can. So once I enter here in the United States, seeing the, all the resources, first of all, we didn't have a library there mm-hmm. <laughs> in my community where I lived at. So 11, 12 years old, I was here in the United States and I'm seeing, whoa, there's some free resources instead of the, the books, access online for free. And I was like, oh my God. So I yeah. capitalized upon that, learned as much as possible. I became a sponge. I was so hungry to a point at a very young age, like what can I do to really make some money? So one instance I do is that during Halloween, I still remember it like it was yesterday, I sacrificed myself for not eating the candies that I did for trick-or-treating. What mm-hmm. I do, I just wait one or two weeks, then I sell that to my classmates. I sell that to my neighborhood. <laughs> hey, back then, $10, $15, $20 was a lot to me. It's a lot now of I'm money. Able, exactly. I'm able to save up to buy my own toys, the mm-hmm. ones that I actually like without asking my parents. Slowly but surely, just, you know, converts to like another thing. It led to another thing. I go to uh, garage sales, yard sales, buying and resell, buying and resell. That's what I was big on um, eBay. I did a lot of buying and resell in terms of the shoes. Mm-hmm. Then I got into like multiple different things. And then to a point where I didn't even want to go to college. I didn't even want to go to college, to be honest. But as coming from an ethnic background, Asian culture, yes. my parents always had one to have that status quo. Hey, Chris, become an electrical engineer or computer engineer, have that sort of degree, right? Yeah. But for me, back then, it's just like, oh, mom, I, that's, that's not what I want. It's not where my heart is, right? So, but anyways, it's kind of like a, a breakthrough in terms of my, my me being brought up in my childhood and then nice. the rest we can go on for. 
No, that was beautiful, man. You know, you, you talk about coming from the Philippines to the U.S. and seeing the opportunities, and I had a similar experience when I came to the U.S. I was 19, and I was like, wow, this is amazing, and it's nothing like what I had imagined. Although I had visited the U.S. a couple of times before I started living here and started going to college, but I... I truly appreciate, you know, sharing that the hustle and grind that is instilled in you is from watching your parents. They were hustling and they were grinding. And, you know, it's it's so amazing. Like they say, you're the smartest of the five people that are around you. And when you're around your parents and they are doing the hard work, you're like, that's, that's what you tend to do as well. So that was beautiful. And being able to build on top of that, right, you, you're constantly in hunger of hey what's the next what's going to get me to that next level how do i overcome the challenges that i'm facing and then get to the next level and next level next level so that's beautiful thanks so much for sharing that and you know that also shows me what your motivations are so what are some of the motivations for the things that you're doing currently and let's say five years ago where were you and where do you plan to be in the next five years? So five years ago, I already made my first seven-figure back then. Um, this was through a restaurant called Talia mm -hmm. Spice. It's a very, very first um, joint venture I got into here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Talia Spice was around already during that time over 10 years. What they were missing is just social media. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm great at in terms of monetizing and leveraging social media. So I joined partner with uh, two other investors back then, and we bought the restaurant in full, in cash. And the, and the, <laughs> the owner was like, what is going on? Are these guys drug dealers or something? But I had so much capital uh, 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 also with my partners as well. We have a lot of cash flow coming in in multiple mm -hmm. different streams of incomes. Because back then, I was doing a lot of online coaching in terms of my fitness. So, And then I did a lot of consulting also, business mm -hmm. consulting, which mm -hmm. generated me tons and tons of money at a very young age i had this power i was just traveling around the world like enjoying my life um, to the fullest uh, mm -hmm. and i still do especially with my fiance yeah. now it's a different type of uh, lifestyle but um, yeah yeah i mean that gotten me to multiple different things once you join a business other opportunities opens yes. new doors that open right oh this guy knows this guy this guy knows this guy then your network literally just blows up mm -hmm. so what i did was like i took big risks Meaning I invested in multiple different things, but it's real estate, right? With yeah. Condos in the Philippines and a couple of condos and units here in, in Chicago land area. Um, more restaurants. I bought the other sister restaurant of Talia Spice, which is mm -hmm. simply Talia. And we got featured all over the news when we came out. Um, my partner and I came out with this uh, idea of a cuisine called Sushi Donut. It went oh, viral. Nice. NBC News out there came out there, Timey Chicago, Chicago Eats. Everybody, it was a viral effect cuisine for the next like two months. Like we couldn't wow. even supply everybody. And it's crazy. It's kind of like a pros and cons from there. Because mm -hmm. what happened is that half the people that was waiting for hours and hours to get their sushi donut to try it out left a bad review. But the other half of people that actually liked it and enjoyed it and yeah. waited patiently to get their actual, you know, sushi donut, they loved it. So it's both sides. I didn't expect yeah. it to go viral like that, but that helped me learn for my next ventures. Right. And it gave me some sort of insights what I can do next time if I come up with a viral cuisine. So 
in terms of that motivation, where do I see myself in the next five years? Every single month, if not every single week, I have a goal to do better than what I was yesterday. Every single day. That's what I do. I'm also Beautiful. a fitness model. I compete professionally for men's physique. So my ambitious is very, very high, not only for wealth, but also for health. I see success to, to have this all perfect like aspects and all aspects of life. It's not mm-hmm. just the, how much money you make. Right. It's how much impact I'm making throughout my community. How many people I'm inspiring and motivating, whether it's through my relationship. I want to make sure that I set example for the rest of my friends and family and the people that just look up to me. That you have to stay loyal, spend quality time with your loved one, just mm-hmm. serving one queen. You know, it's easy to to be tempted with multiple different females out there. Yeah, you know, especially yeah. when you have fame and some sort of wealth and status already. Absolutely. What's hard is to stay with one loyal queen and truly, truly build an empire with her. That's what I've done for the past almost a decade now. I've been with the same woman. Over and over again, it's kind of crazy because, you know, like in Facebook, you see a timeline and your friends are with different type of females every <laughs> single time, you know, like the memories. And then yeah. I'm still with the same, the same woman. And that is Ivana Martinez. And I'm truly grateful to have her in my life. And I, I dedicate all my success to her, to be honest. Um, she gave me the morality and the love mm-hmm. and the support you know, from the ground up when I had nothing to something. And she had never changed. If anything, her love continues to grow on a day-to-day basis. No, that's very powerful. You know, when you say uh, sticking with one partner, sticking with one queen, you know, they, they say the strongest men have the strongest woman backing them, right? Because you don't have to worry about that part of your life at all. You, She's got you. No matter what you're feeling, no matter what you're doing, you know, she's got you. And, and I've been married for about um, 14 years going now. And Congratulations. It's I think 15 years this year, but thank you. But it's so powerful. Like, I don't have to worry about that at all. Like, I'm home. I'm hanging out with my family. I have, you know, three children. And I can go deep into my passion, deep into providing value, providing, you know, whatever that I've learned, teaching others, and still having that support because now I can be true to myself and how I want to, uh, approach the world and, and teach like I love teaching I love going deep into figuring out the, the different intricacies of, of technology and gadgets and and how does this system work and how does that software work so uh, I'm truly truly blessed to have my wife in, in my life Sarah thank you man that was that was beautiful <laughs> thank you I just gotta keep it real I mean at the end of the day, it's like this, right? What are you going to do with all the success that you have in the world if you got nobody to share it with? Amen. Right? So Amen. I think, if anything, it's it, it's definitely a blessing. It, it it catapults my success to the next level. I mean, I could have done deals under the table, mm. but when I when I talk about it to my loved one, right? She gives me this. She humbles me. She truly humbles me because yes. you're, you're reaching a certain level of success in life. I, I tend to get a big headed. I'm going to be completely mm-hmm. honest. Having that alpha mindset, I'm a go-getter, I'm a yeah. hustler. Hey, I'm this person now. I'm this persona. I have hundreds of thousands of fans or whatever, right? Like you get certain amount of fame and success and wealth. Mm-hmm. But she puts me down where I need to be and she, she humbles me. And I think it's a beautiful me. thing. Mm-hmm. Having somebody like that, it's truly, truly a blessing for me. Absolutely. 100%, man. Thank you so much for bringing that up and sharing that because... Truly, we are meant to be a couple. Like human beings are not meant to live alone. Like 
whoever thought that was a good idea. <laughs> I don't know what what world they're going through. Sure, it sounds good. Hey, I've got all the free time in the world. Yes, sure, you have all the free time in the world, but you are looking for that somebody to spend some time with, uh, you know, one one day, one night, whatever it is. You, you're still looking for that something. So thank you so much, man. That was beautiful. So you mentioned something around, you know, you love social media and you know how to use social media. So, so share with your share with our audience your expertise or, you know, give us a few tips on what somebody can do to, number one, raise awareness within their own uh, community mm-hmm. and their niche. And, you know, how would somebody go around doing that? So what are some of the tips? that you Sure. Can- so when I first, we can go back to 2011, 2012, when I was still a sophomore in college back in Northern Illinois University. I was originally um, um, majoring in electrical computer engineering, right? Double majoring, actually. Mm-hmm. And I did that because, again, it goes back. My parents wanted me to have some sort of status quo and whatnot. Yes. Did I enjoy it? No. Did I fail most of my classes? Heck yes. I failed I think it was algebra three. I, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I, I failed that twice. I tried. And I was like, man, this is not for me. I'm not enjoying it. Right. I found my new passion um, in terms of fitness because, um, <laughs> so you asked me earlier, tell me a story, side of a story where, where people never heard before. Yeah. I'm going to be completely vulnerable and transparent as much as possible now today. So mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, <laughs> this will be uh, something new. Um, okay. Absolutely. So during a, one time during a homecoming weekend, you know how me and my boys are, as mm-hmm. always in the parties, you always go to frat parties. We host lots of parties every single weekend. We're known for people that host parties, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of girls, a lot of people and everything all together just popping when it comes to drinks and food and just the entertainment that we have. This one weekend during a homecoming weekend, we did not host one because we got tired of it. So we all happened to separate each other from each other. And we all went to different type of frat fraternities or sorority parties. So we can gather more people from there, market mm-hmm. ourselves that, hey, you guys should come visit us next week. We're going to host a party. So it's kind of like a networking type of strategy within yeah. the, the other group of five friends that I have during that time. So one, just long story short, I was coming home and my neighbors were like, yo, Fritz, there was a guy that broke into your townhouse. And I was like, oh, and first of all, I was already intoxicated. I was drinking mm-hmm. all night long and everything all together. I was like, wait, what? So this adrenaline rush has gotten into me to a point where like, I was like, oh my God, like broke into my townhouse. I like, I like jewelries. I like, I like, you know, blanks and here and there. Yeah. So first thing that comes up to my mind, is like, oh my God, my, my watches, my, my rings, my earrings and everything all together is going to get stolen in the computer. Right. And back then it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, first of all, all the doors are locked. This guy locked us out, right? He's so now he's there somewhere, but I don't know where. So long story short, I broke the window. I got in and then I went upstairs. He wasn't there. I went in the living room. He wasn't there. So he was in the basement sleeping and laying down at my best friend's bed. So I was like, yo, get the whatever uh, I swore. Yeah. Um, and he was like, who are you? You're breaking into my place. I was like, nope, bro. You are breaking into our place. This, you're in the wrong place right now. So I was screaming and everything all together. And then all of a sudden, he stood up. He stood up. And I look up nice and slow. This guy's at least probably six foot six. 
It's like a big football player. Uh-huh. And Junaid, I'm, I might be built right now because, you know, I, I'm like about 170 right now. But back then I was only like 140, 150 pounds. But solid, looking like Bruce Lee. Uh-huh. I was training for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai back then. So I, I yeah. know street fight. I, I know uh-huh. how to combat sports and stuff like yeah. that. And all of a sudden, you know, we just got into it. He tried to tackle me. But hey, again, I've trained for it. I did wrestling back in high school too. So I know how to sprawl. Uh-huh. I sprawl. And then my first um, reaction right away is the elbow. I elbow him the side of his head right here. And then pow, 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 pow. And then I just hit him on the side of the knuckles, everything. And you can still see it right now. My, oh my, my middle God. knuckle is twice the size on this right one because I was able to crack his skull right here. Oh, to the my side. God. And it was, there was blood everywhere. But that's the side of the story, how I got into fitness, mm. right? Fast forward. By the way, I was in I was in a cast for like six or eight months back then, and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't yeah. train anymore. I was yeah. actually supposed to compete, but I couldn't. So I found my new love for fitness. And this is where I started just documenting my journey in terms of you know doing one hand push up, one hand um, um, shoulder presses and, mm-hmm. and um, chest presses and chest flights and everything because I couldn't remember. I, I was in a cast. You could, I was yeah. doing leg presses. I was doing squats with just one hand. And using my legs because I couldn't do anything because I want to mm-hmm. make sure that I'm still training. I was you still, still in shape. continue. Yeah. Momentum. That's right. So eventually what happens is this. I document my journey. I showed my before and after where I was skinny when I started and then to somewhat fit and competing professionally for men's physique in bodybuilding. People who wear board shorts and, you know, show your six pack and your chest <laughs> and your arms and everything, or you're posting on stage and everything. And that's what I did. And then I was able to monetize that. When people started posting me, shouting me out, commenting, liking and following, I created some sort of community within my community of the fitness niche. Back then, all the content that I post is just literally selfie of me, the food that I eat, the workout routines that I do, the diet Mm -hmm. plans and everything all together, right? And then I post motivational content in terms of fitness, right? And then I started seeing flow. Next thing you know, people start commenting, hey, Fritz, how, how do you get bigger arms? Hey, Fritz, how do I get a six-pack? Hey, Fritz, how do I do this, 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 that? What's your diet like? Mm-hmm. The comments and everything all together, at first, for the first maybe two, three weeks, maybe a solid month, I was just giving free value as much as possible. But it came to a point where it it literally, I cannot keep up. There's, it's just too up. much. Yeah. It's just too much. Impossible. So now I was like, you know what? I can monetize this. That's where everything started. So back then we have the Kick Messenger app. It's mm-hmm. very old school. It's I remember similar that. To, yeah. yeah, similar to WhatsApp or Telegram now. It's very old school back then. Very and that's where school. I did all the magic happens. I built up multiple different communities. Mm-hmm. I started building multiple different Instagram accounts where I constantly, constantly monetize that by shouting out of, of fitness brands, whether mm-hmm. you're a clothing line or whether you're a, a, a supplement line or whether you're a fellow fitness model or fitness enthusiast because they want mm-hmm. to gain a little bit more influence. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of followers. And of course, I continuously to shout myself out. So I'm funneling all through this new eyes and brand awareness to my brand where I'm gaining authority now. And at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm converting those into an actual client, an online coaching client that yes. is very customized to what their needs are. And I was very selective. So remember, I can only take like four or five clients per month. And I was exactly. getting my leads, hundreds and hundreds of leads per month and I cannot keep up with it, but it's a good problem to have. So every yeah. single month I have like a pipeline already on who I want to work with. So I started doing that and I made my first six figure back then, nice. 2011, 2012, as a college kid, back then was a lot, right? And I was just traveling around the world. I didn't mm-hmm. know where to invest my money. I was just enjoying my life, like literally living my life to the fullest. That's always been my motto. But yeah, in terms of social media, um, you asked for the tips 
I just want to put out that background story so people can understand that I wasn't always been the Fritz lifestyle that you guys see today. Mm-hmm. It, it converted to multiple different things. There's level and phases to this, right? I was a Fritz underscore call X2 before. It's just my name, call, call, call X2. Mm-hmm. And then I transitioned to Fritz Fitness and I transitioned to where I want to Fritz lifestyle. Why? Because back then I was like, you know what? Why are people unfollowing me every time I post a picture or a content or a video with my loved one? Mm-hmm. Jealousy. Those females, and no, no offense to the gay community, the, the guys um, were, were unfollowing me every time. And I've noticed that. Even until now, there's still a couple of them. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Back then, I, I, I don't want to fake myself anymore. I don't want to just keep posting my, my selfies and my fitness body and everything all together. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about different things. My all aspect of life. I want to share my lifestyle, whether that's through my travels, my family, my loved one, everything. I just want to become as transparent as much as possible without overthinking things, without monetizing and thinking about how many likes and follows and comments that I'll actually get from it, right? Yeah. So I did that in a transition. So there was a phase where I got a lot of unfollows throughout my brand because I was posting all this stuff that's not related to fitness anymore. And that was a transition. But guess what? Even though I had less followers back then, it took a year and a half or almost two years before I was actually break the plateau where new entrepreneurship and lifestyle and the real followers and fans that want to follow and support me. Mm-hmm. And then the people that I'm following me, it took like a year and a half to two years. And then finally now I'm just shooting for the stars now. Slowly yeah. but surely it's increasing. I'm attracting the right people. Even though I had less followers back then, I was making more money because now it's business consulting. It's not just fitness yeah. anymore. Yeah. So I slowly transitioned to that and I got to multiple different type of JVs and multiple different opportunities. And now here we are. I exited over 10 to 12 different businesses already and continue to do so. I just partnered out with multiple different businesses. For the past month, I've been in Clubhouse. I already made like six or seven <laughs> different type of deals. And it's crazy. And the That's opportunity beautiful. is just endless. So in terms of tips and strategies, if you guys are just trying to monetize your personal brand and your business brand, just have a clear path of message, whether it's a niche right? Targeted niche. You want to be a fitness model. Great. Go from there. You want to be a photographer. Great. Stick to that one thing. And then you can then scale that up and monetize that based either you're selling a service or a product, but you got to stay consistent. It doesn't happen overnight. People that I see nowadays, they're just buying fake followers. And then after a month, you know, you have hundreds of thousands of followers, right? And then you're getting what? 10 likes, 20 likes. Come Mm -hmm. on now. It doesn't, it doesn't reflect upon that. So make sure that you grow it slowly but surely, either organically or paid, right? Depending on your budget, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, have the right content to back it up. You gotta build this community. It takes time. You just gotta stay consistent upon it and eventually you'll be able to monetize it accordingly. Beautiful, that that was powerful, man. The entire journey, right? You, You phase one, phase two, phase three, step by step. You started with number one, niching down on, hey, it's all about fitness, it's all about fitness. And now you're expanding it and bringing in your real life into it, you know, bringing that 100% circle of, hey, That's right. there's more to a person. I'm not just a singular, you know, human being that with singular objective. No, I have tons of different exper- experiences, tons of different uh, passions and all of those That's things right. that make us whole. I love it. I love it, man. Thank you so much for sharing. Now comes the point where we ask some fun questions. Let's go. <laughs> All right. What is the one hobby that, that you wish you got into? That question, like, 
I've actually answered a form, by the way, on that Zoom. I remember. I know. Uh -huh. Every single thing that I want to do, I just jump into it, Junaid, to be honest with you. Whether that's ping pong, whether that's uh, MMA, right? As I mentioned, jiu-jitsu mm -hmm. and Muay Thai, whether it's billiards, whether... Watch, I watch anime all day, every day. I feel like I spend more time watching anime than going into my clubhouse. I I'm serious. Because <laughs> anime had gave me so much motivation. Seeing a character come up from nothing to something truly, uh, truly resonates with my story. Truly wow. resonates and motivates me, whether that's physically or mentally. You got to remember, again, success to me is all aspect of life. Right? Is, yeah. You got you, you to have the health. Well, you got to have the wisdom and everything all together. And there's three key points, three key points that I tell all my clients and to all my fans and followers all the time. To be, truly be successful, you need to have the time, the money, and then the energy to do whatever you want in life. And mm -hmm. I think I found that at a very young age, and I'm truly blessed to live the life that I'm living right now. Like I can truly just, I'm pretty much retired ever since, ever, ever since, like literally for the past decade. I'm not trying to boast off or anything. Mm -hmm. I've never had a nine to five job in my life. I've always been able to monetize and leverage whatever the opportunity that comes in. Again, it comes back to the story of where I was brought up and everything. Use the current resources that you currently have and make yeah. something out of it, right? And continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. And that's what I was able to do. And now I'm mm -hmm. doing the same thing. Now I was able to manage and coach and consult and mentor hundreds of entrepreneurs and business yeah. owners and influencers yeah. that are kind of, it's kind of crazy because these influencers are verified. They have hundreds of thousands of followers, if not millions of followers, but they are broke. They are waiting for that <laughs> brand sponsorships. I mean, they're not broke, but they're making what? Three to 5k per month for sure. to post a product or something yeah. they're trying to promote, but yeah. they don't truly monetize and leverage their brand just yet. They haven't found that, that what product or service they should sell themselves. And that's what I do. That's what I'm able to help out. And again, for me, the money is just a byproduct of it, right? It's a tool. But yeah. it, it's the it's the relationship that I'm able to build and the actual impact I'm able to see, especially if I work with somebody that are broke and they can't monetize and leverage and gain any type of sales. And then to be able to see that growth from them for uh, implementing all the strategies and tools that and techniques mm -hmm. that I was able to give them. I love that feeling because now their success is a reflection of my success as well. Exactly. And that's a true thing. But in terms of the hobby, I just got into it. I, I, I mean, if I wish I got into something, I don't know because uh, I've already done it all. I'm, do, I'm still doing it. Again, I love it. Amen. I love it. I, I love to play ping pong. Uh, I mean, I, I still play chess here and there. Billiards, I'm pretty good. Ping pong, I'm really good at ping pong. I want to say nice. that out there for people who want to challenge me, fellow entrepreneurs <laughs> or something. I think it's just a natural skill set. I think my, my reflex it's just really fast mm -hmm. yep beautiful man i love it and you know when you mentioned you know how you're able to grow and sustain monetize your social media and your brand is because you built you worked really really hard in the beginning right That's in the right. beginning you worked hard i'm still working hard right now you're Janine. still working hard man hell yeah right. absolutely no no doubt but working smarter <laughs> working smarter right we don't want to give away give just say that it's it's gonna happen overnight. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't, right? You you've been doing it for multiple decade. decades, right? Over right. a decade, and that's how long it really takes to be your own boss, right? Have those systems in place. I think systems, having systems and having products or, or services that doesn't take your time right. is so important because it's a product you can purchase without wasting your time your your services or your 
courses or your training is what's driving your system or your company. Beautiful, man. I love it. Mm -hmm. What did you want to be when you were a child? And you mentioned you grew up in Philippines and then came out to the U.S. when you were 11. What did you want to be when you were growing up? I'm getting goosebumps just, just absorbing <laughs> this all in because I was ready to answer that right away. I wanted to be a hero. It's crazy. Back in the Philippines, I always have dreams that I'm going to be this, some sort of hero mm. to, to be able to inspire and help people out all over the world. And um, now that I've actually gotten here in America and with the land of opportunity, I'm living the American dream. And I feel yeah. like I am somewhat of the hero that I've always wanted to be because now I'm inspiring and motivating hundreds, if not thousands of people every single day. I get anything about three to 8,000 views in my, my story alone. And that's where I document my life. Mm -hmm. So you know how people, it goes back to the question, what type of tip or strategies if I were to give somebody, if they're just starting out in their social media when it comes to personal and business brand? Just document, document, share everything. So now I don't have to overthink, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people have have this this overthinking, perfectionist. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I am too in a certain way. But at the same time for me, me it's I'm like I'm raising this. my hand. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do retakes. So when a lot of people watches me on Instagram, my story, which I'm very, very active on, I mm -hmm. post like at least 20, 30, 50, sometimes 100, sometimes that's the limitation in my stories. It gets deleted with the most recent one because I post so much. Mm -hmm. I literally just document my entire life from the moment I wake up and from the time that I go to sleep. And it goes over and over again. Because remember, my life is completely different every single day. It's not the yeah. same thing. The hustle yep. and grind mentality, it's always there. It's the consistency that I've been doing for years and years. Why reinvent the wheel that's already been working? I just did that over and over again. People are mm -hmm. able to resonate with you because now I'm authentic. I'm very transparent. I talk about my failures. I talk about my struggles, the obstacles I'm currently going through, how much money I'm generating, what type of bits that I do. My podcast, we jujinate. I'm going to talk about it right after this. I'm going to give yeah. you some love, drive more traffic to your brand, everything all together, because that's what I do. This is mm -hmm. Fritz lifestyle. This is what I do. I monetize every single move and every single strategy that I do. Right? I'm about to travel again. I just got back from St. Croix uh, celebrating my 30th birthday. Right, nice. I'm about to go to Aruba. And guess what? Happy it's birthday, monetized man. again. It's That's monetized. Right. That's right. It's monetized. So I'm not just traveling for fun and luxury and anything like that. My life, my brand, it's my brand. It's Fritz lifestyle. It all, all revolves around me. I love it, man. That, that was a powerful, powerful answer, man. I loved it so much. Like I, I've got goosebumps here too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now comes to some of my favorite questions, but we'll see how we go. What is your favorite movie or TV show? I watch a lot of, I like Marvel movies. The very first Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Again, it, it gives me that sense of hope, right? That, that becoming the hero. It all comes back to that. Yeah. But I don't really watch that much shows or, or TV or, or movies except for Marvel movies. As I said, as I mentioned, I love a lot of action movies and whatnot. Lucky number 11 is pretty good. Yeah. Um, Fast and Furious, pretty good action scenes and stuff, but it doesn't really motivate me. It's mm -hmm. different. When I watch an anime, again, I come back to anime. Why? Because having a protagonist character coming from something, from nothing, into yeah. becoming this hero of their story where he truly inspires and motivates people. I think that truly resonates with me. And I love that because I can somewhat get some quick inspiration. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny. And, and there's a technique that I tell a lot of people, whether you, right before you work out, or if you're struggling in terms of mindset shift or anything at all, just turn on, go to YouTube 
just go motivational speeches. It does help out. It gives you that boost of confidence right away. And it's actionable. It's very practical. Yeah. So what I do, sometimes I switch around. I watch a quick anime move uh, uh, show, right? Black Clover, One Piece. Oh, my God. Those are like the best anime of all time. If you guys are trying to get into it, get into One Piece. And you guys will never get tired of it. There's comedy. There's action. The storyline is just a, such a beautiful thing. And again, again, the persona of having this character that he was once a loser became the actual hero of the entire thing. So those are the type of things that I do. Um, so no movies that I'm really in favor of or shows. Um, but there's some shows here and there that, that me and my fiance watch, but it doesn't really motivate me, right? It's more of the anime. So I goes back to that. Well, I love that you mentioned Iron, the first of the the first Iron Man because that's my favorite movie. You know, Ooh. he's tinkering there, and you can see his mind racing as he's in that cave, and you're trying to figure out how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? How do I change? Janine, I think your son is looking got, for you right my, now. I got my daughter screaming in the door. Hold on, <laughs> oh, let me daughter. get her. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> let me bring time. her in. Let me bring her in. Yeah, bring her up. Bring her up. Tell her I said hi. We got we got Mr. Fritz. Hello. Oh, she's so cute. How old are you? What's your name? Me. You're two or three? You're two years old, three. Three? Nice. What is your name? Danya. She said Danya? Yeah. Ooh, such a Danya. cute name. You're so cute. Yeah, she, she I like your ponytail. You're <laughs> so pretty. She just turned three years old last Friday, so... Happy birthday, belated happy birthday, Danya. Happy birthday, Danya. Yeah. Do you want to ask a question? You want to ask me a question? What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Ooh. Daniel Tiger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be Daniel Tiger. How about you, Fritz? I would be... Hmm... There's a lot of things. I want to be a superhero, but I don't know if I should choose Marvel or DC. So, okay, let's go Marvel. <laughs> let's go Marvel. Um, definitely Iron Man. Definitely Iron Man. Amen. Right? Because um, it's like Elon Musk. I look up to Elon Musk. Uh, I yeah, read his book right here. there. Uh huh. Oh my God. That, that guy is just truly, truly, truly an inspiration to many. He's doing something that none of us, mankind, are doing. He's not just an entrepreneur, he's an actual innovator. Right? He is, yeah. And he will change the way that we see things. And he already did, especially Tesla, SpaceX. Imagine this. He's, he wants the humanity to live in Mars. And that's something so unique, right? So yeah. He's truly an inspiration to me. And I think I relate to that. Same thing with Iron Man. They're, they're the same type of persona right now. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful, man. I love it. I love it. All right, next question is pretty similar. Who is your favorite superhero? And I think we kind of got the answer. Right. But you so, might have a different one. Right. So superhero, I mean, if I were to choose between Marvel, DC movies or anything like that in terms of the anime, I'll go mm -hmm. to the anime side of things. Again, the anime is a little bit more uh, superficial, but mm -hmm. same thing with the movies, right? But at the same time, it's something that I can really re resonate with yeah. because this is what I, I truly include this in my day-to-day -day basis. Nice. I watch this thing religiously since I was a little kid and I've never mm -hmm. stopped. My fiance actually makes fun of me. It's like, oh, you're watching cartoons. I was like, <laughs> babe, hold up now. It's different. It's cartoons are for kids. Anime is for adults. Okay. There's a completely different thing. So yeah. for people that are listening, anime is a completely different thing. So... There's two characters that I really, really look up to. It's Luffy from One Piece, right? 
And then also um, Asta from Black Clover. Those are the two top animes I'm currently watching right now. Nice. And why? It's because this guys, again, I'm, I'm telling you, they, they have the whole full characteristics of being passionate about what they do. They love to bring people together, creating their own crew, their own guild, their own clan. And just like they, they're truly inspirational to me. And I relate to that. And that's what I've done to my, throughout my life. Like, I feel like I'm the bridge between my friends and I brought them all together. And we're all each, each of us are very unique, well diverse group of friends. Yeah. My best friend is uh, Rolando Lopez. He's Puerto Rican. My other best friend is Eric Lee. He's Korean. My other best friend is Tyler Vineyard. His, his white Caucasian. And then my other, my other friends are, 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 are African American. This Derek. And then everybody else is just different. Mm-hmm. I'm well diverse. So if so you diverse. put me in a community where some are sure, I will stand out. But at the same time, I'm able to gather their attention. That's why I love and I miss those type of events, Junaid. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. We used to do a lot of event marketing campaigns. Mm-hmm. We did the Women Empowerment here in Chicago, which was one of the biggest one. We had over like 500 guests. They were all females and entrepreneurs and business owners and business women. Beautiful. And to be able to be like the, the three males out there or five, because there's two other photographers that were male, it's very impactful to listen yeah. to their stories and everything all together. That, that's something that I miss. You know, we yeah. have the Jensen drinks too that we've done for ABN Circle. There's just a lot of things that I miss, but we have to pivot. I mean, we have to adapt in what we're currently going on right now. It is pandemic. We have to do what best we can. And I would love to do this in person, this type of podcast, Amen, right? Man. But, Amen. you know, but um, yeah, we just got to adapt and, and live and use the current resources that we currently we have. 100%, man. Thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom, so much passion. I mean, I, I feel so much passion in your voice and it just warms me up, man. You know, I'm going to be so like psyched up for the next 24, 36 hours, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it's very, um, what's that word? Raw. (laughs) Raw, very contagious. You know, I love that. Um, last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? If I were a board game, what would I be? Are we talking about chess specifically? It could be any board game. Monopoly, chess. Sure. Let's go to chess. Okay, so chess. To be honest, <laughs> I'm not. Ne- I'll be the player. I won't be the any type of the pieces. I'll be the player to control mm-hmm. my my own destiny, my yeah. own fate. Um, a lot of people are religious. They pray and pray and pray. I, um, I grew up in, in in a very religious family too. My parents are all Catholic and Christians. My uncle's actually has his own ministry, which is wow. great. But at the same time, I don't have that in my mind and in my soul to like go to church every Sunday and then do what? Right. For me, I think faith, the church is within your heart. If you truly believe in it, mm-hmm. it should be anywhere that you go and you apply yeah. that throughout the rest of your life. I hate to say this, but I've seen people that go to church every Sunday, but they don't really apply what they learn from that. That's, their personality, their the things that they're doing are are wrong and it's just mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like on the edge and i see them cheating with their wives or with their significant other or yeah you know i, I don't want to be biased like that but i'm just staying transparent as much as possible i can say i'm very religious but at the same time you know trust me i forget sometimes before i had a routine where i pray right before i go to you know right before i go to sleep or i pray before i, I eat you know to um to say thanks and, and grace mm-hmm. but now i don't because I just put it in my mind that like, hey, I'm truly blessed. Thank you, Lord, for everything. And then I just go on to my day. It's all about the execution, the actual action that you take upon every single day. Exactly. So 
With that being said, um, I will be the player uh, of the any type of board game that you talk about, whether it's a chess. I'm not going to be the king. I'm not going to be the queen, you know, which are the both two powerful tools and pieces in the mm. chess. I'll be the actual player. I'll control it and control my own destiny nice. based on my experience and expertise and all my, the knowledge that I was able to accumulate within my life. I love it, man. Thank you so much, Fritz. This was, this was a beautiful conversation, and I've been missing these one-on-one conversations for a while. I've been recording a ton of episodes, but this was truly a, a blessing to speak with you. And, you know, you're absolutely right. Um, if you are religious, take the religion, but also apply what you're learning That's from right. it because there's so many stories, and they're, they're basically moral stories, right? They're telling That's you to, be, to walk the straight path. Don't, you know, don't talk behind somebody's back. You know, be a truthful, like, do something that, like, don't do something that you wouldn't like other people doing to you, right? Yes. So, it's beautiful. Um, when you put all of that in practice, you become a human being that is 100% with the line, with God and, and whatnot, right? So, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story, sharing the passion, sharing the love, sharing the ideas and and what you're doing and how like literally anybody can get up and make an impact in this world because the technology that we have in our hands oh my god right so powerful we can virtually do anything palms of our hands right uh, Janae I really truly appreciate you interviewing me and jumping on this um, podcast of yours I would love to give you support as much as possible please reach out to me uh, if you are in need of anything that I can provide service of or have partnered with or anything at all and I would love to provide my value and insights to everyone. Thank you for having me on. Fantastic. And then we'll we'll short we'll be sure to drop in the links in the show notes where you can connect with Fritz Coco. And thank you again so much man. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Thank you guys. Thank you Janae. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on their website, hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.